We welcome you to the Truth Simply Put, our broadcast and teaching series at the Basilea Commission. You're about to receive God's unadulterated word, brought to you by Pastor Alexander Victor. Challenging, uplifting, and provoking you to new dimensions in your kingdom walk. And now, today's message. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. In Genesis 22, you saw last week that the Lord said to him that in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. And you saw that as a consequence of that blessing, you see from Genesis 24 that Abraham began to enjoy the blessing of things flowing from the blessing of the seed. Do you understand? Do you understand? So in, 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 in Ephesians 1.3, he says, Now thanks be God our Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. So two things, you see that Christ is the blessing. Galatians 3 makes that very clear. And God said to Abraham unto thy seed, not as in seeds as of many, spermatozoa, but as in seed, capital S, sperma. And that seed is Christ. Scripture makes it clear. So there's no controversy that Christ is the blessing. Are we clear on that? We agree to that. There's no controversy. Christ is the blessing. But then if you look at Ephesians 1-3 carefully, you will find that in Christ is every blessing. So Christ is the blessing that is also the container of every blessing. So there are blessings that accrue to the believer because of the blessing that is Christ. Does that make sense? So even the spiritual blessing, we have it in Christ. God has blessed us. Somebody say God has blessed us. With every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. So when you have Christ, you have the blessing that is Christ. And the consequent blessings that come from the blessing that is Christ. Make sense? Every benefit of the cross, therefore, is a spiritual blessing. That you have in heavenly places in Christ. So you have Christ. The capsule. And along with Christ comes spiritual blessings. Is it Romans 8.32? If he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us, how much more will he not? Along with him, freely give us all things. NLT. Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, wouldn't he also give us everything else? So the assurance we have about the blessing that we have in Christ is that he is the blessing and in him are the blessings. Does that make sense? So Abraham received the blessing even in its promissory sense, he began to prosper. 
He didn't ask for prosperity. Solomon asked for wisdom, received a deposit of Christ, and began to prosper. Who is wisdom? First Corinthians one thirty. First Corinthians two. First, go, go back to one. Go back to twenty four. But to those, go, 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 we did this over the weekend, right? Yeah. Go back to twenty two. Let's go from twenty two. I'm trying to find it where his statement begins. Twenty two. Yes, for Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after. But we preach Christ crucified. <laughs> to the Jews, a stumbling block, and to the Gentiles or Greeks, foolishness. But to us who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the and the. So who is the wisdom of God? When a man asks for wisdom in James, and God decides to give you wisdom, what did you get? Because you see, wisdom is a person. Do you understand? So when Solomon asked for wisdom unwittingly, he was asking for the Savior. And he was asking for mental wisdom, so he thought. And when God said, I will give you wisdom, God blessed him with a deposit of Christ. That's what stood him out. And along with that blessing came the blessings. The problem we have now is we are chasing after the blessings apart from the blessing. So we have ministries and events centered around blessings. Forgiveness of sin is a feature in programs. Featuring forgiveness of sins. Featuring deliverance from demonic oppression. So in other words, you could not have received Christ and not have been qualified. Colossians chapter 1. Who has qualified us. You could not have received Christ and not have been delivered. Colossians 1, he has delivered us from one kingdom and translated us to the kingdom of his love. Do you understand? You could not have received Christ and not have received healing. In other words, you don't receive Christ and look for healing. You receive Christ and his healing. You receive the blessing and his blessings. But if we don't preach the blessing... And we try to preach the blessings. We are only scamming you. That's why believers, Christians, religious people have to give and work and pray and fast to acquire the blessings. If they do. Because the only thing worse than God not giving you something you want is the devil giving you on his behalf. Let me rephrase. It is better for you that God does not give you what you want 
than for the devil to get wind of your need and according to your desperation, give it to you in a way that makes you give glory to God. Because the devil is very smart. He knows that you will call him out. He knows that you will know that it's him. He knows that if we say to you, oh, come, there's a man in Transcorp that wants you to sleep with him for two nights and you'll get one million. He knows that you don't need to pray and fast to know that it's the devil. And he will never come to you like that. So he will come to you in a way that makes you convinced that is God. That you can come and give praise report. So the only thing more dangerous than you not receiving from the Lord what you expect is if the devil comes and gives it to you and says God sent him. And that is what a lot of people have interpreted to mean three phrases, three words that make up this phrase, it is working. But it is working. But it's working for me. The blood is working for me. The oil is working for me. The water is working for me. The mantle is working for me. Nobody said it to not work. Have you read Exodus and see where Moses threw his rod on the ground and he became a snake? And all Pharaoh's sorcerers threw their rods down and he became a snake? They didn't have to chant and pray. They just threw it. Do you understand? Every single plague that God did, except for the last one, Moses' guys, sorry, Pharaoh's guys also did. They were just so stupid that they could not undo what Moses was doing. They were just doing more. Moses brings flies. They bring flies. To add to Moses' flies. Moses brings frogs. They bring frogs. Oh, Pharaoh, don't worry. We too can do it. Moses brings locusts. They bring locusts. Moses brings darkness, they bring darkness. Moses brings blood, they bring blood. Moses kills the firstborn. They go, sir. <laughs> sir, this one is the finger of God. But the point is they were not powerless. Do you understand? I was not powerless. There was a witch in Endor in the days of Saul. That was proficient in her witchcraft. That she was able to by her psychic powers. Pull up a familiar spirit of Samuel. Not Samuel. Don't let anybody confuse you. A familiar, a familiar spirit as the name implies. Is a spirit that is familiar to you. A spirit that when he comes to you. You will say I know you. I understand this voice. I know. Think about it. Most times we don't think about these things. What else could familiar spirit mean? A spirit operating by a modus operandi that is familiar to you. Using a face that is familiar to you. Using a voice that is familiar to you. Using an approach that is familiar to you. So we preach blessings. God is blessing you. God is blessing you. God is blessing you. God is blessing you. From what source? Because if you don't have the blessing... Forget about the blessings. If you have the blessing, forget about the blessings. <laughs> if you don't have the blessing, forget about the blessings. You, you, won't, you won't get it. If you have the blessing, forget about the blessings. They will chase you. Does that make sense? 
So we don't need to preach to you how to get your baby. Six ways to get your breakthrough. If you have him that broke through the power of death and hell and the grave, which other breakthrough should we teach you to have? Because he is the blessing. Everything he enjoys flows to you. Are you listening to me? Now, if he is the blessing and he has blessed with every spiritual blessing, then that means, and those blessings are in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, then that means there's no curse that can come. Because every spiritual blessing cancels out every spiritual curse. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help somebody here who might not understand why um, people will make you feel like, yes, you have been saved, but you still need to break every curse. Do you understand? That's why I'm dealing with this. So for somebody, it might be elementary, but for somebody else, I'm answering questions. Yeah, but, but, they, but they've told us that we still need to wage war to break ancestral curses. Curse of limitation. Curse of stagnation. Curse of miscarriage. Curse of late marriage. Curse of no marriage. Curse of the firstborn. Curse of uh, almost, there's one thing they call it here. Um, near success syndrome. <laughs> Especially in Africa, where every setback is a spirit. And my question to you is, if he became the curse, and you learned last week that the curse brings curses, all those curses could come upon you because Adam disobeyed. So even if you obeyed, you'd have still been cursed because Adam disobeyed. If all them, I mean, I'm sure somebody went home and you could hear my voice ringing in your head when I was reading the curses from Deuteronomy 28 from verse 15 to 68. Man, And Jesus came and became the curse. And therefore took away all the curses. And then you became the blessing. Heirs according to the promise. Which promise? The promise to Abraham. Which promise to Abraham? That in his seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. And who is the seed? Christ. Who is the blessing? Christ. So you came into the promise and therefore came into the blessing. At the time you are coming into the blessing, there's no curse to reckon with. There's no curse. So your father might have been cursed. That's his problem. Your entire village might have been cursed. That's their problem. You are no more from your village. You're no more. Have you seen Philippians 3.20? You're no more from your village. Your citizenship is in heaven. You are a citizen of heaven. Now your village is privileged to have you write their name on any form that you are feeling. You are doing your village a favor. Putting it on heaven's global reckoning by writing that you are from there. Because in actual fact, you are no more from there. So you shouldn't be afraid to go to the village. 
You learn the village as an ambassador. It doesn't matter if you came in a Mercedes-Benz E550 or you came on an Akada. You are a citizen of heaven. Your village ought to know you came. Let me go where nobody will know that I'm there. Let them not know that I'm there. There's a way that the smoke will be coming out from my mother's kitchen that they will know that they made a special food. No, announce that you came. Because you are blessed beyond the curse. Is anybody listening to me? Blessed beyond the curse. Ancestral curse. No, he became that curse too. Family curse. He became that curse too. Oh, there's incisions on my body where they dedicated me. In a, is anybody here like that? You have incisions on your body. Think of it as the sweetest tattoos in your life. Don't try and hide it if it is where the sun is shining. If it's where the sun don't shine, please keep it away from us. But be proud of it no less. But don't hide it. Some of you have little, you know them little ones on your face. You try and cover it with makeup. Some of you have the little ones on the small of your back. You know, carry them with pride. The marks of Christ, let no man trouble me. Do you know what it means for you to have an, a demonic tattoo on your body and yet they don't own you? It's beautiful. Do you understand what I mean? The Ifa priest puts incision on your face and yet when they groan your name in their database, your name doesn't come up. You are a mystery to the kingdom of darkness. They're looking at you, but, but, but our priestess put that mark on, on them. You know, you know when they cut it and they use charcoal, mix some, some, some thing, and they put it there. And then prophets and prophets make you feel like, sometimes you feel like, some of you have felt like removing this skin completely since you got born again. Remove this skin like a python. Shed it and get fresh skin. I don't know if I should drop this in tonight. Holy Spirit, help me. It will... It will, whoever it is for. This applies to your name too. You see, there's no record, uncle, that Jabez changed his name. There's no record that Hosea's three children's names were changed. Loami, Loruama, not loved. There's no record. The story of Hosea was better in the end, but there's no record that those three children had their names changed. Forsaken, forgotten, not loved, rejected. Those were the names of Hosea's children. And they remained so, but not their reality. Now, I love you know that you've been asked to change your name. Your name doesn't mean anything. Or it means this, or it means that, or it means the other, or it means the other, or it means the other. Names are prophecies. You are only known by one name now. The name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the mediator between God and man. No other name matters. If your name is a snare to you yourself, go and change it. In other words, blessed is he who is not condemned. Romans 14. If your name troubles you, go and change it. 
But it doesn't trouble God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If it troubles you, go and change it. But it does not trouble God and it does not impact your life. Only his work on the cross does. So let your surname be your lifer. Mm. It does not matter. Be named after the shrine in your village, no problem. Again, the beauty of that is that you are named by their trademark, but they have no hold on you. I have no hold on you. So don't be afraid. You are, you, you are, you are beyond the curse. Tell the neighbor you are beyond the curse. Tell the other one you are beyond the curse. So settle into your, your skin. Settle into the marks. Every time you're praying, you see the mark. They tell you. And you doubt. You're not so sure. You wish, sometimes you feel like you can take a knife and cut the whole skin out. And remove it. But that's what he did. Your entire skin was removed. Your entire life was removed. He knew you. You're new you. And this you cannot be cursed. You think they're not trying? Uh, you think they're not trying? They're trying. And you continue to be a mystery to them because you are in Christ the blessing and in Christ you have every spiritual blessing. Your name. What is your name? Tell me name. What does it mean? That's what they said the name means. But it doesn't matter to me. I just like the sound. <laughs> I just, I just like the sound. And I am not about to impress a demon spirit by spending money I don't have to go and do a feed of it. I don't feel like it. So it's cheaper to be fully persuaded. Are you following me? It's cheaper to be fully... Per- Your name that you're carrying on this earth does not have to mean Jack. It doesn't have to mean anything. You can be nameless for all I care. Blessed be God, Paul said, from whom every family of the earth derives its name. From whom every family of the earth Derives its name. Your name doesn't matter. It's just for us to identify you since Babel. So be fully persuaded. What does your name mean? I don't know. What does your name mean? It doesn't have a meaning. It's fine. I just like how it sounds. It's alright. If you don't like the sound of your name, change it. If your name is too long, I feel like it's disturbing people. Change it. Some of you will put your name on the computer, the computer. Error, error, error. <laughs> Some of you here that tried to travel abroad. It's nothing. It's just that the computer in the embassy could not decrypt your name. Your name. Error, 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 error. Just change it to Jack. Finish. J-A-C-K. Yeah. Jack we know. Fred we know. Who are you? Long name. 
Your name is a whole street in your village. So if your name is not favoring business, change it. If your name, listen to me carefully. This, this, man, can you handle this? If your name is providence, praise, faith, and you don't like how it sounds, change it. Don't let it trouble you. It doesn't mean nothing. If your name is Jesus and you don't like it, change it. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. If your name is Judas, Lucifer, Simon, Bajona, if you are a Bible student, you understand the names I've just combined. Alias Barabbas. But you are convinced you are a son of God. Keep it. Again, some of you might gloat over this or laugh over it, but somebody is getting delivered now. And you go away and a huge weight comes off your life. For the rest of your life on earth, you're not bothered about it anymore. He took the curse. Every time you call your name, you are invoking the enemy. How about every time we call the name above every other name? I thought he was given a name that is above every other name. Is my name not among the names that his name is above? Yeah, we don't think about these things. How God highly exalted Jesus and gave him a name that is above every other name, including my bad name. So my name becomes inconsequential to the measure that his name is above my name. Freedom. Freedom. It's fine. It's, it's, it's alright. No problem. Your name does not have to prophesy. His name is the prophecy. His name is the prophecy. Yes, you, can, you are beyond the curse. I'm beyond the curse. I'm beyond the curse. Set yourself free because he's, you are free. You're free. You found out now, now your name is Delilah. It's now troubling you. If it's troubling you, change it. But it's not troubling God. It's not. Your name can be Jezebel. Pastor Elder Yawan told you what Jezebel means. It's a nice name. Jezebel is a nice name. But there's no curse that can trouble you no more. Call your, you, know, you are who you are. Yeah? On the earth, you are from where you're from. It's fine. Your village, they eat people. Yes, no problem. Don't, you don't know? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So they look at you, they say, Stella, now your village, they used to eat people. You say, yes now. Can't you see my teeth? <laughs> because you have to learn to enforce your own reality quick. Yes. How will somebody tell you that you are too small? You now start to wear eight different clothes. No, 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 no. God is not moved by that. You're no, no. fine, be comfortable in your skin. Be comfortable in your skin. Say, because he took my curse. And all its attendant curses. 
I now have his blessing. Complete it. Give him praise tonight. Oh, you better give him praise like you know. Hallelujah. So walk in that understanding. I can't be cursed. I can't. The only person scripture permits to be cursed is anyone who preaches another gospel. Which is not another. That curse has cause. Do you understand? But you're not in that category so there's no cause for you to come under any curse. You're free of the curse. You're free of the curse. Believe it. Don't let anybody, including your daddy and mommy, if they believe that they are cursed. So if you still believe you need to do prayer and fasting, and I drew me, I drew a bloodline. It's not crossing over. Because I crossed over. I think it's Genesis 13 or so, Genesis 13, 12 or so, somewhere there. And it says, and they came and told Abraham the Hebrew. The first time he was called Hebrew. Abraham is the first Hebrew because Hebrew means to cross over. The word Hebrew, it means the one who crosses over. He went from the curse into the blessing. He went from law into grace. He went from the old into the new. He went from his father's house into a land God will show him. And that land was not Canaan. That land was Christ. That he died before fully entering, but by virtue of receiving the promise, he entered. Because Hebrews says in verse in chapter 11, that these all died because they sought a city whose builder and founder is Christ. So the place that God told Abraham is the land I will show you was not Canaan. Israel is not the promised land. Jesus is the promised land. It's not Canaan. Canaan is only symbolic of the promised land. The same way Isaac is symbolic of the son of promise. So he's called Abraham the Hebrew. Abraham the first person to cross over into Christ. In his promissory sense. Came and told Abraham the Hebrew. So which cause want to follow Abraham? Because the moment he crossed over, he stopped being called Abraham's son of terror. Genesis 11, the end, into Genesis 12, when he was called, he was Abraham's son of terror. Who left Haran, his father's house, to follow the Lord. And Lot went with him. The moment he came into that, I am your exceeding great reward. He became Abraham, the Hebrew. Terror ceased. Haran ceased. Ikom ceased. Obubura ceased. Ikorekpane ceased. Katsina ceased. Because we crossed over. And the moment Lot died, nothing of his past followed him again. So you are free. You are blessed beyond the curse. Walk in the fullness of that because you crossed over. And give him all the glory for the rest of your life. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening and we hope it has been a blessing to you. For inquiries and further information, please send us an email to info at the or visit our social media platforms.